Hey, this is Ali Ballas, and I am a victim of the 2020 lockdown. All joking aside, I just want to hang, and I've heard a lot of people saying the same, and sometimes with people who I don't even know. And as we've come to realize, that is not okay during a pandemic. Even though we can't meet in person, doesn't mean we can't get outside of our bubble. This is about learning new things, stepping outside, and all while staying home. Just because we can't hang, there's still can't hang. On this very special bonus episode, I hang with Kirsten and Leah from Waxflower Floristry. These lovely ladies are here to help us get in the festive spirit in a very rosy way. With the best tips on how to integrate florals into your classic holiday home decor, I would like to introduce you to Kirsten and Leah here to spruce up your holidays. Welcome, ladies. Um, so I have Kirsten and Leah from GTA-based Waxflower Floristry. Uh, so welcome. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. We're super excited. Yeah, of course. So um, as I mentioned, they're um, a GTA-based company. They're going to help all of us who are now going to be locked up for the holiday season to decorate our homes beautifully with florals, flowers. I don't even know what the right term is. Um <laughs> But that's why why you guys are here. Before you drop all your holiday flower knowledge on us, uh, let's learn a bit more about you ladies. We're going to start from the beginning. So how do you guys know each other? Like, where did this all start? So I'll start. This is Kirsten talking. Um, We met in junior kindergarten at age five, and we've been best friends ever since. We are from Stouffville. We grew up together. We're pretty much sisters at this point. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So did you guys like always want to work in floristry or like, is this something that like you kind of grew into? Because I've like never heard anyone else doing this except for like a couple family friends and stuff but um it's so cool like I think it's like so amazing and like as a creative person like I'm like so into it so like how did this come about yeah okay so I think for me Kirsten talking on a subconscious level flowers were in the back of my mind growing up they've always been a part of my life my mom and my grandmother Um, We're and are avid gardeners, and I've always had fresh cut flowers in in my home growing up. And I think, actually, I have a bit of a funny story. Last year, I was looking at my own Instagram, as one does. Oh, my God, I I always do that, like literally all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I came across a post I had made in 2014. I was just about to start university, but the post had a caption that read, if school doesn't work out, hopefully flower arranging will. So I guess a little bit of manifesting there and maybe on a subconscious level, I knew it all along. (laughs) That's so cool. I feel like I'm always into that like fate thing. So I love that. Yeah. Like it it just turned out so perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's so cool. Yeah. And then for me, uh, Leah, I always wanted to work in the wedding industry Um, and even for a little while I considered going to school for wedding planning Um, but then kind of just changed directions and ended up getting a degree in interior design and then it was just sort of it came around that that 
the easiest way and the best way for me to get into the wedding industry was floral design. So when you're saying this, like you're like going into floral design, all of this, so like, how do you get there? Like, how do you become a floral designer? Like, how did your company come to be like, kind of, I don't even know how I would approach this if this is what I wanted to do. So how did that kind of journey go for you guys? Yeah. So, um, I was living in Toronto at the time and came across an ad for the Canadian Institute of Floral Design. Um, I asked Leah if she wanted to apply as we both needed a little creative change in our life. So she enrolled with me and we received government grants to go to the school. We then graduated as professional florists. And then as part of the government grant, we had to complete professional hours in local floral shops. And so we were both working at separate flower shops near where we were living and we were getting approached by a lot of our family and friends that were getting married and they were asking if we'd be interested in providing florals for their weddings. After a bit of talk, we decided that if we were going to start our own business, this was the time. It just kind of felt like everything was falling into place for us and that it was just, it was our calling. It was our time. So we decided to create our own floral business after completing our professional hours at our separate floral shops that we were working at. And that's how Wax Flower Floristry was born. I'll touch on a little bit there because we get a lot of questions about our name. Sometimes there's a little confusion surrounding our name. (laughs) It actually comes from when we were in school, there is an actual flower called a wax flower and it has this lovely sense of lemons and it's just a cute little sprig almost with blooms. Um, quite a few little blooms it comes in pink and purple and white and we just fell in love with it and we also really liked the word floristry Um, we thought that it just was classy and different and we hadn't really heard of other floral companies using that word so it kind of all came together and it just felt very us yeah yeah no it really felt like it represented us and made us unique and made us stand out from some other floral shops You're right. I agree with that. I think it does sound like super classy. So look at you, you. <laughs> little classy girls in saying that though. So that's cool. So um, I feel like you guys are at the perfect age. I obviously don't know your exact age, but I feel like you're in that like age range where like a lot of your friends and like people, you know, acquaintances like that are getting married. So you're right. I think this is a great time to get into there, especially because it's good to trust your flower person going into your wedding. So I feel like that's like so ideal after heavily creeping your Instagram, like literally once a week, I am obsessed with it. Um, you guys have so many cool events and weddings and, um, like different things. So what are your like personal favorite arrangements to create? You guys can have same or different or whatever you think oh that is such a tough question (laughs) we really we love everything that we do and there's so many possibilities when it comes to floral design we both appreciate a variety of styles and shapes and colors so when designing we just really like to try new things and are always adding new color combos and styles and shapes into our repertoire so we're constantly just trying to evolve as designers and really kind of constantly challenge ourselves so I don't really know if I can say for sure favorite arrangements. I think to add on to that as well, um, each time we're designing, it's almost like we have a new favorite during that time. So each wedding that we do, we're just in love with what we're doing at the time. And then the next one comes and we're in love with that as well. Uh, Yeah. So it's really such an evolving process. 
Yeah, I think that's a true like testament to your like passion. And like, I feel like someone who's like passionate about that really like that shows like in what you're saying. So um, that's cool. But what is one thing like you would include in arrangements or like whatever bouquets when it allows? Like what is something that you would love? Like I know a lot of people like love baby's breath and like all those type of things. So what's something like you'd like love to just put in like every arrangement <laughs> if it allowed okay so <laughs> I don't want to beat around the bush with this question I guess maybe what I'm thinking might but I'll go ahead with what I'm thinking okay so, we're very in tune with expressing how we feel in each season through floral design so for example bright seasonal florals in the summer we love peonies we love local grown florals ranunculus things like that and then in the fall we like fall foliage and bloom throughout thanksgiving and that time of the year and then cedar and pine and winter greens and white florals like amaryllis and um, those types of blooms through the colder season and winter and christmas so for us a big part of what we do includes how we feel our mood and energy and environment definitely affect every aspect of our designing um so yeah each season we have different things that we love to include yeah I hope that answers your question (laughs) no for sure yeah it's so tricky for us as florists because people say like well what's your favorite flower and it really does like it feels like it's constantly changing and rotating through and a lot of it does have to do with what we're using at the time especially seasonally come spring we're obsessed with peonies because that's when they're available and that's when we're using them so it really it has so much to do with the seasons and just what we're using at the time yeah for sure I also love peonies love them um okay so I feel like the epitome of like a great arrangement and like um like a super exciting thing for your industry is like weddings so tell me about some of like some great weddings you've done what they included like what your vibe was for them um like any that stick out to you yeah so Honestly, we've loved every single wedding that we have designed for so far. And we find we kind of take turns with certain aspects of weddings that we work on. Like, for example, when I'm doing bridal bouquets, I really like to do like big flowing bouquets. So when we have weddings that are bride and grooms, that's what they're looking for. Those are the ones that I really love to design for. And I mean, having the privilege to create for others, and especially on such an important day of their lives, is is one of our favorite parts of doing weddings. So many of our brides have given us a lot of creative freedom and trusted us to deliver their vision. Every every wedding is so unique. And you guys are so like um, what it, like diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, we love them all. We, we do. Which is good. It's good. No, it's good. I'm just teasing. I think that it is. There have been times maybe where we don't love a color palette or we don't love a style but by the end of it and even while we're creating it's like you know what I actually am really enjoying this I wasn't sure how it was going to be at the beginning but um, we have really been opened up to a lot of interesting color palettes and flower types and yeah it's been a really great experience but like Leah said she's she's into the big bouquets like (laughs) if you want a big bouquet she's your girl for me I think my style is a little more I don't know. How would you describe it? Like, like minimalistic? Minimalistic for sure, I would say. Kirsten is okay. heavily into bud vase centerpieces. Yeah. <laughs> Every opportunity we can do that for centerpieces, she is down for. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so I guess since like weddings aren't as much of a thing right now, um, what kind of things have people been doing for like their smaller weddings? Like, are they still going with the big flowers or is it more like toned down as is their like wedding and their guest list? Yeah. So obviously micro weddings are really taking off right now due to COVID restrictions. Uh, it seems to us that people are enthusiastic to include more florals and decor in their ceremonies because their budget allows for that um, mm. as well for those who are not having the wedding that they originally planned, flowers are that constant extra touch that gives the celebration a wedding feeling, even without a reception or mm -hmm. a large group of guests or that kind of thing. So we are definitely seeing a lot more floral and decor in the ceremonies, whether it's um, aisle flanking arrangements or altar pieces or arch pieces. Um, people are just really trying to incorporate because a lot of people aren't having bridal parties. So you won't see the bridesmaids bouquet or maybe the groom's boutonnieres. It's just more floral decor, I would say. Yeah. Um, and actually to touch on that a little bit more for like wedding trends for florals. Yeah. Um, we're definitely in an era where Pinterest is a huge part of the wedding planning process. Um, <laughs> we're guilty of it too. Pinterest is probably our most used tab on our computers. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> so with that being said, many of our brides are exposed to so many different styles and designs and shapes and colors. And it's just, I would say in general, the floral community has broken away from the traditional styles of structured wired and taped bouquets. Um, I can explain what a wired and taped bouquet is for those who don't really know. It's a very old school, traditional style of designing where you remove the bloom from its natural stem and pierce a wire through it and then use floral tape to create an artificial stem. <laughs> and you do okay. that for each and every flower in the bouquet and then you tape it all together and you ha are able to have more flexibility and movement but it's a very traditional like I said old school style uh, that's not mm -hmm. used anymore because it's not efficient um, <laughs> so anyway that's been kind of traded for hand-tied bouquets with more natural shapes lots of different color palettes to choose from um, yeah I would say that kind of sums up the trends for weddings these days Okay. So, especially yeah, with COVID, is that like people aren't really able to have the exact wedding that they envision. So I think looking back at photos, they still want it to look like a true wedding. So I think adding those extra florals in, if they aren't able to have a bridal party, for example, it still really looks and feels like your dream wedding, even if you weren't yeah. able to have exactly what you originally hoped for. Yeah, that's so true. I hadn't thought of that. Um, but you're right. It does give it like, because obviously, I feel like photos could just look like a party. So I feel like, yeah, you're right. Like the flowers like really like scream like, oh, this is like my wedding and like, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say on that? Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like going back to like Pinterest, Pinterest is changing so many things because like even like an analogy would be like the nail salon, like when people go in and it's like so extra. So I feel like you guys, maybe this isn't true. Maybe I'm speaking for you, but do you get people that come with like crazy things that they've seen on Pinterest that are like maybe not like totally feasible? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happens <laughs> with so many other places. Like I'm thinking like at the nail salon, they show like, I see people show the person a photo and like their face just screams like there's no effing way I can do that. But like, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> do you guys yeah. get that ever? <laughs> 
I mean, we've definitely had that a few times. We do try to bring everyone's vision to life as much as we possibly can. Um, And I would say that florists in general, like we can work magic. We can do a lot. It also Mm -hmm. boils down to budget, right? I mean, it's a, it's difficult when someone comes to us with something kind of extreme and they want it exactly as is, exactly (laughs) as is. And for just a price that there's just no way we could even do that. Like we don't even get our flowers from our suppliers at that cost. So that's challenging. So we definitely have to had to do a lot of educating um, clients and people that we talk to just about the, what floral is and how much money you need to invest in certain things. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we've definitely had some learning experiences with some of our clients. Yeah. But I mean, every, especially weddings, every wedding we do is completely custom to our couples and whatever they are looking for, we try our very best to still create their vision on their budget. So if they come to us with something that is far beyond what their budget allows, we try and work with them as much as possible to be able to create something similar or that still really represents what they were looking for within their budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I feel like that's like so important because obviously people like, I feel like it's not a common thing to know. Like I wouldn't even know like what prices are. And I feel like that's something that's like kind of like taboo in a way. Like people just don't really know. Um, so I feel like going into people's weddings, like they just don't even know what to expect price-wise. So I think that's like awesome that you guys do that. Well, for, um, yeah. I mean, how, how are you supposed to know what prices are for a wedding when you've never had one before right like yeah that's what we're here for we're here to educate you on flowers and we're also here to help you with your budgets and help make sure that you get the wedding of your dreams without completely blowing the bank and on that point as well I think we've definitely helped a lot of brides not with just the floral aspect of their wedding but other things the other day a bride was consulting us about her bridesmaid dress colors and we kind of helped her do that like we're kind of involved in the process a lot probably because we want to like we're kind of just lovers of weddings like we love them so we want to be involved and we want to help out and that's just kind of our stance that we've taken (laughs) yeah no for sure I feel like that's important because obviously like these brides like know like you guys are creative people so why wouldn't they ask like these creative people who are like adept in like color theory and stuff like that like why wouldn't they use your knowledge for sure yeah thanks (laughs) so moving on to like winter weddings like I love a good winter wedding even though I've I guess I've never been to one um but like (laughs) I like pictures of them um but what are you guys seeing with like florals in winter weddings um moving into the winter here So it's actually funny that you asked about winter weddings because I was just saying to Kirsten the other day that I never envisioned myself even possibly considering having a winter wedding. Like it was always, all right, like it's going to be spring, summer, fall, never never a winter wedding. Mm -hmm. And then last year we did quite a few winter weddings and it completely changed my perception on winter weddings because we're seeing a lot of blues and gray tone greens like eucalyptus and mixed with like darker greens, like Italian ruscus with some touches of winter greens. It creates a whole different vibe. Um, mm-hmm. For florals, it's mostly white, like um, anemones are really popular choice. And then blue thistle, which kind of helps bring in that little bit of extra like wintry vibe. 
um, and give it a really nice texture. So blue's been really, really popular for winter and especially just weddings in general. Blue's been really popular for us this year. So we kind of predict that to continue in 2021. There's something that feels really magical about winter weddings. My parents, like I always, like growing up, my parents had a winter wedding, like at the end of December. And I was always like, oh my God, like so weird. And my mom didn't have a white dress. And I was like, oh my God, like I hate like that you're not traditional. Like I'm going to have a summer <laughs> wedding with a white dress and like whatever. This is when I was like 12, 13, whatever. And now I'm like, oh, nope, I love, I love the winter weddings. I love like not, like not, not white, but like off white dresses. Um, yeah. And like, it's just like, like so funny that like you say that because like you're right, like you do evolve as you like see stuff that you like. What, yeah. What color dress did your mom have? Okay, she had like an emerald green dress. Ooh, like, oh, that's pretty. Love like that. so yeah. pretty, but like I just, I what don't know, statement. I wasn't into it. <laughs> yeah, and her <laughs> ring is emerald green too, so like it makes sense. Oh, nice. But, oh, yeah, nice. yeah, so pretty, but like I was so judgy of her, so I need to, <laughs> I need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> One more point I wanted to make on yeah. what I think is just that we're loving how non-traditional things are I mean we still definitely appreciate those traditional weddings of course uh, but it's just nice to see people kind of doing what they want to do and Mm -hmm. I find it really flattering actually when people ask us what we think when they're trying to plan their ceremony or reception like we should we do this tradition as in like the throwaway bouquet things like that it's just really cool to see how so many people are doing these amazing celebrations exactly the way they want to and kind of um, not having to feel pressured to be traditional. Yeah. Yeah. I t- Even I, in floral. Yeah. Yeah, it's, for sure. I totally perfect. agree. Cause I think also like what it's one of those things that um, like, if, I don't know, this is my take on it. Like if your wedding looks the same as everyone else's, like, how are you even going to, like when people look at photos, like how are they even going to remember that it was your wedding? Like it could have been like X, Y, or Z's like, so it should be like really unique to yourself that like people like think like, Oh, like, of course I remember that. Like, of course, like this was their wedding. Like this perfectly embodies like who they are. Um, Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's my hot take on it. Um, But anyway, so what I really want to talk about is um, decorating for the holidays. Um, So using like floral arrangements to spice up Christmas decorating, especially because we're going to be in our homes, it seems, uh, for a bit a bit more time than we normally are during the holidays. Um, the hustle and bustle is kind of being removed a little bit, which I honestly personally love. <laughs> so excited to just like hunger down, watch Christmas movies, like have a purpose and like be home for stuff. Um, so anyway, on to the florals. So what are your like top tips of like using florals to, to get your Christmas decorating going or like to supplement it? Yeah, so I'll start with that. Um, We would recommend having some sort of floral arrangement, garland, touch of winter greenery at the entrance of your home for that initial festive feeling and scent. After your entryway, we probably go into a living room situation. Fireplace mantle garlands are huge, as well as stair railing garlands. The types of garlands that we're seeing and what we're talking about now are simple greenery, so not many blooms or maybe a few pine cones or something simple, natural touches. Uh, Mm. Pine and cedar garlands are super popular. If you're thinking about incorporating those into your table, 
for your dinner or whatever. We just want you to keep in mind, keep your linens in mind as sap from pine gets pretty intense. We are covered in it all through December on our hands, on our clothes. So just keep that in mind. We maybe would recommend cedar on your table yeah. around okay. your linens. Um, so mm-hmm. as for florals, we love bested centerpieces with a variety of mixed seasonal florals. I think probably one of our favorites is hypericum berries. Yeah. And you can get those anywhere, really. Like, I'm pretty sure they sell them in grocery stores now. It, it literally okay. looks like a berry, like a cluster of berries on stems. For cost-effective floral accents, actually more so a centerpiece situation, um, we would suggest green spider mums, red ostromyra, candy cane carnations, white hydrangea. Those are going to be your nice cost-effective Christmas color flowers. A centerpiece style that we like to recommend in a pinch involves grouping same flowers together for a color blocking vibe and then placing in separate vases on your table. So, for example, put all your green spider mums in one vase, then take your red ultramaria and place in a taller vase and so on and so forth. It's called the bud vase concept. We have mentioned it earlier. I'm a huge fan. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, So when you're doing this, like, would you recommend like my mom's an interior designer so like would you recommend like um some smaller ones and then some bigger ones like not to make it like less like monotonous yeah, or exactly. like is okay okay so dollar stores tend to have a good variety of vases in different heights and styles so we would definitely recommend doing some taller some shorter some smaller some bigger for a small bud vase design concept we would recommend having three varieties of flowers if you're having a bigger table or you want more I would go up in sequences of odd numbers so like three five seven nine odd numbers are key in floral design okay (laughs) Um, as well, another cost-effective, simple thing, you can just sprinkle some cut-up winter greens on your table or around your vases, or even just do that for a confetti look. Um, okay. Yeah, so simple and stunning and cost-effective, and that's our tips, probably. Yeah, for, for sure. I feel like that's so nice to have, like, a living aspect um, to decorations, because I feel like sometimes, like, maybe I'm just, like, picky about Christmas decorations, but sometimes, like, the, like fake stuff like looks too plastic to me or like too like I don't know gross I feel like I'm gonna be totally down for uh for some real stuff this year yeah and I mean it just it adds that extra Christmas feel because it then also really smells like Christmas in your house Mm. like artificial decorations are great and they can definitely add some like really great punches throughout your decor but there's nothing better than the actual fresh scent of Christmas yeah, I can like smell it in my head right now. Yeah. Um, we always get a natural, like we always get a real tree. So like, I feel like yeah. I'm always so used to that, like freshness, like at Christmas, like you can just like smell Christmas. So yeah, I totally, totally can see that. In terms of you guys as a business, um, what type of like holiday offerings will you have? I know you have some awesome stuff coming up and like options for the holidays. So do you want to take us through some of those? Yeah, definitely. So we have been very busy the last few weeks getting ready for the holidays because for us as florists, Christmas doesn't start in December. It starts the first week of November. So we've Mm -hmm. been very busy planning. Um, So this 
season, we will be providing two styles of hand-tied bouquets. Uh, one is called the Naughty Elf, um, which is mostly greens and reds and will include more premium flowers. So we'll have red anemones in there. Um, we'll have bells of Ireland. And then our other one that we have um, is the Candy Cane Classic. So that's more your traditional style Christmas. So red and white Christmas florals. So we'll have roses and then we'll have the candy cane carnations. Um, we'll also be doing traditional centerpieces. So just a festive floral mix, greens, whites, reds uh, with winter greenery. And then we're going to have them in several different shapes and sizes. So we'll have a small square container, a medium rectangular, and then a large rectangular. And all are going to be designed in a really nice natural wood, like box container. Okay. Um, we'll also be offering some outdoor greenery wreaths. So mm -hmm. some of them are full natural greenery. Some of them are grapevine um, with greens added. And then some beautiful varieties of Christmas decor. So yeah, the wreaths I will add are gorgeous. Like I'm dying to get one. We've been talking oh, about thank getting you. One. Already, I love them. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, <welcome>. so <laughs> um, it's just, it's so nice, I think, to have wreaths around, whether it's on your front door or just even in your house, like on some windows. It just gives that extra little punch of Christmas throughout. Um, For sure, yeah. And then we will also this year be selling um, lavender trees. So there are these mini trees that are in the traditional like evergreen tree shape, um, okay. but they're the greens of lavender. Um, so it's not purple or anything. It's just a nice like eucalyptus color green um, shaped like a Christmas tree in really cute containers and they smell like lavender and they're the best bedside table accent you can have this season. I was just going to say that would put me right to sleep. That's amazing. Yeah, they're perfect. Um, we'll also be selling mini cypress trees that we can design into Grinch trees. So um, if you've seen the movie, The Grinch, you'll recognize um, your typical Christmas tree that is like curved at the top mm -hmm. and then it's covered in Christmas ornaments. Um, we'll have some kind of non-traditional poinsettias that we'll be selling. So they'll be pink and white. So our favorite color, pink. Um, <laughs> if you have seen our open house story up on our Instagram, you'll see that we are all pinkness in our studio. <laughs> That's awesome. We have That's a pink so tree, good. so it's only fitting that we have pink poinsettias in. Um, yeah. And then we'll just have wintergreen bunches for sale uh, for people to do their own DIYs in their house. Yeah, that is such a stacked lineup. Um, there's definitely for something for everyone um, there, but actually there's everything for one person, which is me. <laughs> I love all of it. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it looks so good. And obviously, like, you haven't po posted photos of everything, um, but what you have posted photos of is, like, incredible. So I'll make sure to um, link your Instagram onto, onto mine. But do you guys always have, like, offerings? So originally okay. how we started, we started as a florist mostly for weddings and events, and that was kind of our main focus. And then... Yeah. COVID happened and events stopped and weddings stopped and we kind of figured like what are we going to do we want to do flowers we love designing how can we bring that back into our lives so mm -hmm. we back in June we decided to start having our monthly bouquet sales so we kind of would pick a palette or pick a flower to inspire ourselves and 
bring it home, put it together and put it up on our Instagram. And we had a lot of really positive feedback. So we've been continuing to do that monthly. I foresee us continuing in 2021 doing it monthly. We're actually working on a subscription program right now. A lot of people have asked us about that. And then around holiday times, we do offer a lot of extra stuff. So like Leah said about the lavender trees, and we try to bring in a lot of festive stuff around the holiday times. Um, Something that we recently brought in that we're super excited about that we'll probably have forever is our dried floral line and product so they're super popular items right now they include like the pompous grass the dried eucalyptus dried ruscus palm fans bunny tails all those kinds of things that really are perfect for neutral home decor they add great texture and visual interest for any room in your home and we're just loving them and people that come in our studio and see them are just obsessed and take photos and what have I so yeah. yeah that's um been successful for us I think it's good to know like going into the new year that it's like something that hopefully um you'll continue to offer for like the people that are into like events or weddings um because it, it's always nice like I'm such an advocate for like fresh flowers like in the home like I love it so um that's good to know I will go off on that a little bit too in the for sense sure. that Leah and I have been talking a lot about just the benefits of having fresh florals and greenery and plants in your home. Um, actually, I'm going to shout out to my grandma here. <laughs> she would have fresh florals in her home, I would say, every week. And any room that she would walk into, she would bring her flowers with her uh, just so she could enjoy them throughout her home. And I've started doing the same thing. And I just love having that freshness and just that pop of color. It's so good for your mental health I think yeah Mm -hmm. no I totally agree I always try to like I mean it's not always successful but like you know when you're like grocery shopping this is probably like the lowest end but like just like grab some flowers like at the checkout or whatever um and it does like just having them around like feels so good we would have them sometimes at our student house which obviously is like not as nice so it made it feel nice and like luxe I'm impressed that you guys got flowers as students yeah that's really impressive that's awesome like okay not like always but like every you know like couple weeks once in a while we would like try to like have something out there um just because it was like you know I would say that's more than the average student though Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm like not claiming to be like not bougie. Like I for sure like <laughs> had to have something. Um, but you guys also have like these incredible workshops, which I guess are going to be kind of put on pause for the holidays because of our new restrictions. And obviously that's like a consequence of like social gathering restrictions. Um, yeah. Kind of, can you speak to those and like what type of offerings you'll have hopefully again in the future um, once things are more or less pandemic-y? Yeah, so we have definitely been fondly reminiscing on our past workshops. We -hmm. love them. We had so much fun. We had such positive feedback from them from our Christmas centerpiece workshop last year. Uh, Around Valentine's Day, we did a Galentine's Day to celebrate female friendships in your your life. So we had moms and daughters, best friends, siblings come and design this gorgeous arrangement. And um, we had our friend at Samantha Sweethouse. She's a sugar cookie artist really she (laughs) created these cookies that matched the floral design that we created Uh, it was 
an awesome event. And then we had our brews and bouquets where we had a bunch of men come and design a bouquet for their partner. That's so cool. them with a beer and they (laughs) put it all together. It was awesome. It was so much fun. So yeah, we're hoping that in 2021 we can um, host more. We would love to really get creative with them and continue to have people enjoy our space and learn and teach. And yeah, it's definitely something that we've, really enjoyed doing and hope to continue. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, you guys recently have got, you've mentioned you've gotten a new um, space. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, up until this October, uh, we were working out of Kirsten's mom's house. Um, Everyone starts somewhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And we felt that you know, we were kind of starting to grow out of the space, that we were needing some more room. Um, and we were so thankful that she had us there and that she allowed us to work out of there. Um, and we felt it was just time that we were at that place in our business that we wanted to create our own space. And um, we found a unit for rent that um, we have now moved into and made our own. And it's in Stouffville, which we're absolutely loving because it's so central to a lot of our clientele and and it's five minutes away from our homes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The best commute ever. It is. It really is. But yeah, we really made it our own and we're so happy with it. We feel that it's just such a beautiful space and a place that we always want to be. So whether we're just hanging out with friends or designing or meeting with clients, it's just, it's such a welcoming environment and it's just a place that we always want to be. Yeah, no, it looks fabulous, like so cool and cute. Um, So I'm sad that I won't be able to come to your open house, but like hopefully we can come visit another time. So I guess before we get to like our rapid fire questions at the end, you guys have obviously like been entrepreneurs, started a a small business, and obviously you can't do um, this on your own. Uh, So... I'm sure you had the support of your families and friends. Um, oh, yeah. And, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, for sure want to recognize our family, friends, our boyfriends who continue to support this dream of ours in so many ways. I mean, for example, when we moved into our studio, our boyfriend spent like three days here painting it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, our parents just always giving us pep talks and being super supportive. Our friends who buy bouquets and come visit us and just are so invested in what we're doing and just can see that it's our dream and just really love us and help us out. We so appreciate it. And also a special thank you to our clients and supporters and collaborators, just everyone that we've worked with and it's just been such a journey. Yeah. We're so thankful. Oh, that's so nice. And like, obviously this is like such a um, tough time for small businesses. So like you guys are obviously like still killing it and I'm sure um, the pandemic hasn't helped that, but I feel like you guys have really pivoted in a really cool and interesting way um, that's helping you as a small business, you know, stay afloat when a lot of others like unfortunately haven't been able to find the same ways to pivot, whether it be different industries or whatnot. Um, Sometimes it's just not feasible. So it's nice to see that you ladies have, um, found that little structure change. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Um, so I always do a round of rapid fire questions at the end. Um, so you guys can answer these together or you can answer them individually, whatever you like. Um, but uh, are you ready? Yeah, Bring go it for on. it. Okay. Um, so my like classic question, um, if you've listened, you know, this is one of my favorite questions. Um, it's kind of a take on the dinner party, uh, dream dinner party. So if you could hang quarantine with any five people, who would it be? Ooh, that is tricky. And is that like people that are on this earth and not on the earth? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like whoever you want, like famous friends, family, whoever, whoever. Mm. Okay. I think if maybe I'll do one for both of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know Leah pretty well. (laughs) She knows me pretty well. So I would say a dinner party scenario. One of our guests, if we're talking from our floral minds, probably Rachel Clingen. Oh, yeah. If you've seen her stuff, she is ridiculous (laughs) at what she does. She's kind of our inspiration I would say oh I haven't heard of her I can't wait to look her up she does um a lot of really high profile weddings and things like that so definitely her I would say Shania Twain oh yeah that's our like go-to girl jam Mm -hmm. um who else um I would like to say uh Kirsten's dad um you lost him five years ago um, and would love nothing more than to have him back and have dinner with him one more time because he was a great chef. Yeah, he'd probably be cooking <laughs> the dinner. Uh, oh, this is tough. This is tough. Okay, so we've got three. I mean, do we want to be nice and just say our boyfriends, Aiden and Brett? <laughs> 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 do we want to invite them to dinner? Uh, yeah, we probably should. They've helped us a lot. Yeah, so. they, they can come. That's true. Okay, fine. I feel like that's a good five. Um, anyway, um, actually, yeah, weird mix, but like fun, whatever. But actually, your one of your answers kind of tied into this next question. So, um, if you could have like a dream wedding client, um, whose wedding would you love um, to be like the florist for? Like anyone, they could even already be married. Like I don't care. Hmm. My heart wants to say someone royal just because I'm slightly obsessed with the royal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, give me the princesses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably someone, like a celebrity of some kind or whatever. Something like, like, someone with a lot of money. Does that sound (laughs) bad? Like, just kind of like... (laughs) really get bougie and do all kinds of cool stuff yeah like there's no limits on like your creativity yeah uh oh that's so hard that is really hard but I think like the royal wedding because who was it that just got married in the summer was it Beatrice or Eugenie I can't remember but she had this floral archway was it over a door? It was into the doorway. It was the into the doorway. And it was probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. And that would just be a dream for us to yeah. create. Like the big floral installations, just, oh my gosh, we would be so honored to do something yeah. like that. Yes. I feel like that's like the perfect like mix of like extravagant, but like classy, like not extravagant, like tacky, you know, like it's like (laughs) a way different spectrum. Um, So what show are you guys binging right now? It could be different because I feel like you might be watching different shows. Definitely are. Um, I probably for the rest of my life will be binging Friends 
I think oh, I'm yes. maybe my 12th time watching it. Um, <laughs> so good. That will never change, I don't think. <laughs> um, for me, I've been watching, <laughs> actually, I've been watching Workaholics lately. I just love oh. it. But I feel like it's just such a change of pace for me, I guess. <laughs> and I think it's my humor, too. Like, I just love it. It's so goofy and funny and weird. That's kind of my okay. thing. I, guess. <laughs> I feel like I haven't heard of that before. Is it like a Netflix show? It's on Crave because I actually okay. signed up for Crave and <laughs> love that. didn't really tell anyone. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just three guys. You know, Adam Devine, who's in like Pitch Perfect. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This. It's just a show that he made with like his two buddies and they work as telemarketers and it's like super goofy, like frat boy humor. I would probably. Oh yes. I've seen the previews for this and it yeah. looks, and you're right. He has like such a specific humor. So I know what you're talking about. It's just so funny to like sit there with a glass of wine and just laugh. <laughs> oh, perfect. Sometimes Can't you need wait. that after a rough day. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. I have two more questions. They're not hard. Um, what's your like go-to favorite takeout meal? Like quarantine, we can't go to restaurants anymore as much. What do you do for takeout? For me, I would have to say Thai food. Mm. I could eat Pad Thai yeah. any day, anytime. <laughs> yeah, that's Leah for sure. With like the most amount of lime that is humanly possible. <laughs> uh, you're going to laugh, but it's so true. Just salads. Literally, I get a lot of takeout salads because Stop. they're just like next level. Like, I don't know. I'm not putting pecans and like all kinds of weird stuff in my salads at home because I'm on a budget. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. like to order like, a really good salad with yeah. chicken or whatever it's just yeah I mean at home you make a good salad but a takeout salad it's that like extra yeah also okay, too, I, I could see that yeah I have to watch like my calories and stuff because I'm usually having a glass of wine <laughs> so I'm like it, it's all balance right <laughs> yeah, that's true that's fair I love speaking of takeout salads I love the Cobb salad from state and Maine I don't know if you've ever had it but if you oh, we need Kate and Maine near us. There's, yeah. I guess the most fun would be Aurora, yeah. but yeah, um, that's not even that close. Well, if you're ever in Whippy, check it out. It's so good. Um, okay. It's like, oh, so good. Uh, okay, last question. Um, I don't know if you are like Starbucks gals, um, but if you are, or like any coffee aficionados, um, what is your Starbucks order? Ooh, I would just for a while I was ordering Americanos and then like asking myself why my heartbeat was like in my throat. (laughs) So I had to like chill out and just get normal coffees. But something that I've been doing recently, because I have been looking for a dairy replacement for a while, just for health reasons and stuff like that, I've started putting this amazing hazelnut milk in my coffee um, that I kind of just like bring around with me where I go, which is maybe a little weird, but yeah, just probably a regular black coffee. And then I add my hazelnut milk and I'm good to go. Mm, that sounds really good for me. I am, um, uh, almost every day Starbucks gal. I like <laughs> start my day with my Starbucks. So I always get either uh, grande or venti, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, lemon fog. That is my staple. And then I will also usually get the um, spinach and feta egg white wrap for breakfast. It's just the perfect way to start my day. Yes, you're right. It is the perfect way. Mm, That wrap is so good. It's so Um, good. 
I like can't I love London Fox too but like this might like offend you I think the Starbucks one is so gross like it tastes really? like perfume. yeah so maybe I'm just <laughs> ordering it wrong I don't know but like kudos because I do not like that but I could I love a good London Fog so like respect okay so if you like a good London Fog I have to ask you have you ever been to a Balzac coffee <gasps> I've been there, but I've gotten coffee before. Okay, I next time, one get a Parisian mist. It's like <laughs> it's like London, a London fog on like. Oh, it's okay. Sweetest, most heavenly version of a London fog. Okay, yeah, I feel like that sounds good. <laughs> I feel like I normally go when I'm at the Christmas market, but unfortunately that's like not a thing and I don't really want to be running into Toronto. So maybe in the new year, sure. or like if I can find one around. Mm, that yeah. sounds so good right now. Mm. Okay. So ladies, it has been so fun talking to you. Um, and I'm definitely taking all your, all your decorating advice. So thank you. So anyway, thank you. And I will make sure to post all of their uh, arrangements and offerings on uh, my Instagram page and make sure that they're linked there. Um, and also it will be on my gift guide as well. So thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. It was so fun. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, of course. Awesome. I'm Alia Ballas, and you have been listening to Can't Hang. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved today's show, please subscribe and don't forget to leave a rating and a review. Visit canhang.simplecast.com to check out all the incredible people I've interviewed and who's coming soon. Much love goes out to all those who have been posting about Can't Hang on social. Please tag me in your posts at Can't Hang Pod and please continue to send me suggestions of who you'd love to see in future episodes. I have an incredible lineup, but I'm always looking for people outside my bubble. Please tune in next Thursday and hang with me and my next guest. This show is produced by me, Alia Ballas, and the music was created by Quan. Quan.